What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to, to you. you. Can sip with us. us. Hey guys, happy Hi. Tuesday. Hi Ash. Hi friends. Uh, I'm Colleen. Hey, I'm Ashley. How are you? What Ash? are you sipping on? Okay, okay, okay. okay Process. Okay, okay. I yeah. am drinking. Ooh, so that looks nice. It is nice. Somebody, this is the message. I think I already shared it on here. Someone messaged in. I'm an out of work bartender. Yes. They said that rum and cream, yes. cream soda yes. go well together. Uh-huh. So I did the combo. I'm about to take the first sip oh, live oh, on oh. air. Live on air. That is good. It is it good. kind of okay. butterscotchy or something. Oh, oh! speaking of butterscotch, someone said you've got to try butterscotch chips in the Rice Krispies. And I thought that sounds fine. good. Yeah. Fine, 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 fine. Not fine. mad. I am sipping an oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. I'm biohacking. Ooh, nice. Okay, so what, if you guys are newer here, go back and listen to all the podcasts because they're all good. But in a few of them, like a while ago, a year ago, we talked about biohacking where the liquid IV, I think I discovered it when, well, maybe was I pregnant? I don't know. Some Somehow I discovered liquid IV tasted like kind of a skinny margarita, the lemon lime flavor, liquid IV. Yep. And then I thought, well, what if we add alcohol to it? tequila. So that's, it's liquid IV is like an electrolyte replenisher, right? So it like hydrates you. And I fermented my tequila with jalapeno. And so I popped in two and maybe a half, two and a quarter shots. It's a huge, this is like a 32 ounce tumbler. So I filled it basically like, you know, 30 ounces with water and ice and then a whole packet of the liquid IV lemon lime. And then like two shots or two and a half shots of tequila and it's got I, the jalapenos sometimes you eat jalapenos they're not spicy enough so they don't really yeah. make the tequila spicy you can definitely taste the spice in this not too much it's perfect but i love it so much so do you just that's plop your jalapenos in a bottle of liquor how do you ferment like well, cut them yeah you slice oh, okay. it up so that it like fits right, in the right. top but also then the seeds are exposed because most of the heat is in the seeds and then i just let it i think i did that probably three weeks ago or something. So then the jalapenos has just been sitting in the tequila bottle and then I just pour it out from there. Yeah. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Brilliant. It's so good. It's so good, you guys. And you could do it with all kinds of things. Like you could probably put, you know, like lavender in something. I don't know what, la- maybe lavender in like vodka or gin or something yeah. or rosemary um, in gin would probably be good. I don't know. The, yeah. There's lots. You could just pop in whatever flavors you want and it'll ferment Mm -hmm. wow yeah i think like a pineapple if i put pineapples and jalapenos in a tequila i think that'd be really good yeah yeah you know or just make a drink off of that even not even just muddle it all up and see what happens Mm -hmm. yes yeah but i will say whenever if i'm like hey can you guys make a spicy margarita they're like well we have jalapenos we could muddle them it's never as spicy as like if they had fermented like actual spicy stuff but anyway it's that's a good that's a good secondary option i think but the fermenting man that's that's queen where it's at whatever that'll slap you the way you need to be slapped wow wow ow got me ouch you know 
Hit me again. Ow, ow, oh, oh, Ooh. bam. Oh, that feels Hurts good. so good. Yeah. So a couple, I don't know, for the last week or so, I feel like my ear has been like overproducing. I, I have ears that probably overproduce wax. I remember having to get it drained when I was a kid. I've had to have once as an adult. So only three times in my life, not a ton. I use Q-tips. I know you're not supposed to, but it's just very satisfying. And my ears just been feeling like it was kind of blocked or something. So I bought yeah. this earwax softening stuff on Amazon and had tons of good reviews. So I put that this in This was from today. the other night because we were talking about this on Trivia. We were? we were talking about the earwax question and then we were talking about earwax straining and then you went on Amazon no. to buy something. I don't remember talking so about this that. Is, so this oh, is the ear candling. So ear I had already so had separate. Okay. It's separate. I bought this ear earwax stuff. Oh, actually, I bought it a long time ago and Reva, was having a ton of ear infections, but I just used it on myself today because my ear was bugging me. And, yeah. and then it like pops and fizzes and I went completely deaf in that ear. I couldn't hear. And so that's a little alarming. And then it says like, let it sit and use a syringe kind of thing. I use the, that like nose sucker, that bulb syringe for babies. I use that yeah. with warm water, swish, nothing. Can't hear. I can't hear out of this left ear. It's a little achy. So I need to then I think do more drops. It's supposed to soften the wax. But I went to social media and I went to the Amazon reviews and they say, you have to do it a couple days in a row. You know, don't panic. Because a lot of people are like, oh, this put me in the doctor. I couldn't hear. But I think those people gave up too early. Like they right. didn't necessarily need to go to the doctor, but they couldn't hear. So then they freaked out. But lots of people are like, oh, you know, I couldn't hear either. I just waited it out, did more stuff, more solutions, and then it'll work. So we'll see. It's kind Weird. of disorienting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know this was real time. I thought this was going to be a story that was like, and then I did this and it no, all this. not yet, but maybe this next is... week. Hopefully next week. Oh, if not by next week, then I will definitely be going to the doctor to get this cleared because it's a little like achy too. It's not like super yeah. painful, but I also don't want like a ton of moisture in there and then have an ear infection. So I bought, I just placed an Instacart order before we came live from Sprouts because Amazon didn't have it for the ear candles mm -hmm. that Brandon yep. was talking about. And I have tried those like in college or something, but a ton of people recommended those. So I got, I got that. And then I bought these little ear scoopers. It's like the, I guess they're from Japan, these long sticks with tiny, tiny little spoons on the end. I got those on Amazon. So I got that. Wow. So we'll see. I mean, it's You're gonna uh, have an Operation Ear. An earwax arsenal. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Also, guys, we're going to get to review of the week. And uh, we have a solid what you need to know today. But what I need to know. Yeah. So Thursday night, Ashley and I and, uh, and several of our friends were on a virtual trivia night. Yes. And about midway into trivia, Ashley and John get a phone call. It's their realtor. And by now, you guys have probably got... Wait, what are you going to ask me about? Because this is going to be my rave. Okay. Well, what I was going to ask you about is how you're feeling now. Or are you going to tell the story on the podcast? I assumed everybody kind of knew already. Yeah, I think most people probably know if they watch our stories, but I'm just, I don't know. That was kind of the rave for the week. So I'm still going to we'll talk save about it. We'll it save it. We'll rave. save it. Yeah. Okay, I feel I like, and wait. then ask me, ask me yes. if there's other questions that Mike asked me. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I'm just dying to know, know how you're feeling now. So I'll wait. I'll be patient. There's your teaser, and you guys. Let's just also let people know because shout out to the Soul Sippers to our Patreon squad. 
we talked to them first about this. They knew about it all first. And they also heard like our bet. And so when I went on stories this week, I was like, Ashley won the bet, but you only knew what that meant if you are a soul sipper, if you subscribe on Patreon. And that's because, you know, they're just our ride or dies. And so thank you. Just shout out, shout out to our soul sippers because then I had some people comment on my picture that referenced the podcast. Like I learned this earlier today. Oh, this means you won or whatever. And I was just like, hashtag soul sipper, you know? Yeah. So, but I did, and we actually got a whole bunch of new people listening to us over there. So thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. Welcome to the Friday. And squad. then I, I made the mistake of looking at who unsubscribed because you can also unsubscribe. If you go over there and it's, we're not your jam in that capacity, you can unsubscribe. And my, uh, I just saw someone that I know that unsubscribed. Oh, you know, and you're just like, Oh, okay, fine. Bye. I guess Deuces. see you later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't like us, fine. Unsubscribe. I'm not, I'm, we'll never check the unsubscribe again. Yeah. I don't, I can't, I looked at that one time months and months ago. And you're like, no more. No, people you come do. and go and yeah, that's, that's okay. Fine. And maybe but if be, you guys, maybe they catching. also don't have time to listen. Like I was thinking maybe she didn't yeah. have time because she's super busy right now. And why would you pay for something if you don't have time? You know, it's, I was like, it's not our content. Content's top notch over there. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, the cream of the crop, cream of the crop. If you guys aren't getting your Friday episodes, go to mm-hmm. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. You get a little link when you sign up that you put into iTunes. So all your Tuesday and Friday episodes are in one spot. OK, let's and get wait, to our but oh. really quick on that. One of the things that this is kind of relevant. I know we shouldn't be talking about Patreon too much because you're like, you know, you guys shut up. We get it. But. We are, we've been getting requests for more podcasts in a week. And so we did a, you can sip with us or, um, a, that's what she said, uh, an episode, an additional episode for free in April every week. And now what we're going to do for the, basically this month of May is bring you some ideas of we're going to give it to you on Tuesday ideas of what we are going to bring over on Patreon. And then you guys will vote and tell us what you want. So today we're doing kind of a book club thing. So you'll hear about that. We can talk more about that later, but then we'll be bringing more like our, there was a lot of votes for our favorite things every week mm-hmm. votes. We thought about maybe doing like a live. You can sip with that or a, why am I keep saying that? What is it called? Our two sips. People call in. We actually yep. like talk to you. So I don't know. We'll be bringing you guys those things on this podcast all month long. So you can kind of then vote with us. Yeah. What you would want more of. Perfect. Over on Patreon. Okay. Now review. The review week. of the week. We each have one. Yeah. So this one is from Jordy Lynn, 1989. What up, Jordy? Mushrooms, massages, and marks. Ash and Cole have done it again. Quality content with doses of inappropriateness razzle-dazzled throughout the episode. These two are my favorite humans to listen to, and I look forward to it every week. If you're listen, if you're looking for a podcast that will make you laugh until you pee, this is it. Thanks Ooh. again for brightening up my week, ladies. Thank you, Jordy Lynn, 1989, for leaving a great review. Everyone else, do what Jordy Lynn, 1989, does. Also, do what Four Zero Regrets does. Ooh. They say... Want to know what's better than wine? A N dot dot dot. I don't know what the rest of the subject is. And something. I don't know. Perfect. Five stars. Of course. Listening to Ash and Call's podcast is everything a woman can dream of and more. She's not wrong. 
Do yourself a favor, pour yourself a cocktail, unless of course you're driving, sit back and enjoy the show. You will experience all the emotions and then bam, the episode is over and you can't wait for the next one. You're relaxed during, you're exhilarated after, and you want to explore their likes and you're always ready for more. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, you guys. Yeah. These reviews are a big deal. Reviewing, hitting the five star button, sharing the podcast with a friend. It keeps this whole train chugging. Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's talk (laughs) what you need to know. We're talking Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Ash Mm -hmm. and I have each read the first two parts about two hours essentially into the Audible book. What do you think so far? So I had to put it. She is, if you guys know Glennon, she is very like deep and soulful and emotional. And I love her, right? She really pulls on your heartstrings. She really gets you like in the feels. And so she also narrates the book, which I love, but she started talking. It was just a little too slow. And I've heard that they are told to read really slow for books. So I sped it up a little bit and I only did it at 1.1, which I think is a new feature. They used to have 1.25 was the next up, but 1.1 is perfection. So I started listening uh-huh. at that speed and I it's as if I'm having a conversation with her because it almost felt like it was such deep content and it was so slow, but I was doing when I was working out is when I was listening to it this week and my workouts are like fast paced. So it was just making me feel all weird, you know, right like brain, left brain. Like deep, right. Yeah. yeah. But I love that she makes you think. So she yeah. opens the book with this story about a cheetah. I think it's a cheetah at a yep. zoo and it grew up with a golden retriever or some lab or something like that, like a dog. And it learned, it became best friends with the dog and it learned about like acting the way a dog does. And so she tells the story of like all these kids come to see and the trainer talks about, here's what you're going to see. You're going to see she's going to do exactly what this dog does. And the dog runs after chases this bird that's hooked to a car and then so fun, whatever. And then they open the cage and the cheetah starts running after this bunny that's hooked to the back of the car or something like that. And instead of getting at the bunny, it then gets a stake at the end before it then goes back into the cage. And Glennon was like, but you know, you could see when the cheetah was in the cage that like it thought like something was off here and it didn't know because one of the kids asked, isn't the cheetah sad? Or like, does the cheetah ever miss the wild or something like that? And the zookeeper was like, no, she was born here. She doesn't know anything different. But then mm. Glennon tells a story of like looking at the cheetah in the cage and it just seemed off or something. And she's like, so that cheetah feels weird, like something's wrong. And you want to say to the cheetah, yes, because you're not meant to be caged. Like you're, you're meant, a, you're a cheetah. You're not a cheetah. dog. You're a cheetah. And here we are sending you after this bunny, learning how to be a dog. And you never even get the bunny. Then they reward you with a stake and throw you back in the cage. And she, in the parallel to that is that's what her, Glennon is also, you know, very pro-feminist. I mean, she's probably also pro-male. She has sons and she, whatever, but she's very female empowering or part of female empowerment. And so her thing is like, so many of us have learned to be tamed. We Hmm. are, you know, we're, we were born and then we are raised to learn 
like how we should act and what we should do. And there was a time she, then she kind of goes into her life. Cause if you guys don't know Glennon, she's now married to Abby Wambach, but she met Abby when she was married to a man. Mm-hmm. And so she struggled she, with eating disorders, oh, alcoholism, debt, you name it. She's mm-hmm. been through it essentially. So, you know, part of that is like, I was tamed. I was tamed. I think we all are tamed. And her kind of awakening was really when she met Abby. And then she started questioning everything in her life. And I loved this part. It was something like, and then I looked around and I thought, is my marriage, my life, my dress, you know, the way I dress, the way I look, blah, blah, blah. Is any of that, are those my choices? Did I choose any of this, you know, or was this just the way I was kind of trained when I stopped doing what I wanted to do and stopped pleasing myself and started pleasing everybody else. And she says that happens to like, there was something that happened to her around 10. And that is when she felt like she started becoming tamed. Like around 10 years old is when she learned to start caring more about what the world thought than what she thought. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, really, she just makes you think. She really just makes you think about deeply how much of my life is conditioned. How much of this have I chosen? You know, because Mm -hmm. she's not wrong. They do. We are tamed. Everybody is tamed in a way of, I mean, you can just look like I look at the way Revy does things now and I'm like, it's so cute because she doesn't give a shit about anything, you know, and the world hasn't marked her up yet. They Mm -hmm. haven't like taught her, you know, to quiet down. Yeah. Quiet down. Smile. Act right. Mm -hmm. You know, care being insecure about anything like the things she puts on. John lets her because John's really been like doing the dad thing while this quarantine stuff happening. And he lets her dress whatever. I'm like, why is she wearing that? And he's like, that's what she wanted. And I just think, well, good for her, man. Like, cool. Like she doesn't care that that doesn't match or that it looks crazy or, you know, she's just like, this is what I want to wear. And we're at home all day. It doesn't matter. We're not going anywhere. But even still, like, I just think how many decisions do I make on a daily basis that are a result of my tameness? Hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a pretty untamed person, but I still make decisions based on probably, you know, other other people's opinions and also just. Yeah, we're conditioned me. by society. So what do you think? What how, how I really you- like it so far. Mm-hmm. I actually it's funny that you so my listening experience was opposite of yours. I felt like I needed to slow it down oh. because sometimes she's like she'll narrate her life and that's very easy for me to listen to, but then she'll get into these just truth bomb after truth bomb after mm-hmm. truth bomb. And it's like a sequence of 20 truth bombs. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Cause every single one of them I want to think about. And yeah. so I almost felt like I needed to listen to it at half speed. But I think what was really interesting to me is how did she know where she was not only tamed, but where she was settling, where did she settle? Mm-hmm for what she thought she should be or what she thought she should do or who Mm -hmm. she thought she should love. And you don't know where you're settling or you don't have that self-awareness until you know herself. And so, so much of this was a journey inward so that she could make outward decisions and changes Mm -hmm. that were very difficult. And she talks about meditation, which was very cool to listen to because I'm at the very beginning of that journey that I talked Mm -hmm. about last week. And 
to see how much it impacted her. It's like, cool, I want to stick with this because yeah. I don't have that. The way she talked about it was that she was t- really able to connect with an inner divineness. Mm-hmm. And she went all the way there. And I am not at that stage. For me, it's just like clarity or just a kind of a recharge or definitely a sureness and confidence. But I thought that was neat to listen to how revolutionary that had been for her life. Yeah, I loved when she she said this a part where she talked all about meditation and she was like, because she's also, you know, believes in God a lot. But she was like, said something about, you know, I, whenever she had, she was unsure of what she needed. She would like calm down and quiet down and go within. And then like they were at work or something one time and things were chaotic around her. And she was like, I just need a minute. And she just had to go inside, like go inside her mind. And then she, she was like, I know what to do. And she was like, and there was so much, something like there was so much comfort in that knowing that every it's, it's within me. I don't need to go anywhere or look to anything the answer is within me if I just like go inside, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it, I completely agree. And the other part, and this is towards the end of, of where we stopped listening, but she talked about, you know, knowing herself and then how difficult it is when you wake up and see some of the things that you don't want in your life. Mm. When you are being honest with yourself, how mm-hmm. it's very difficult but necessary to have the bravery to burn those things down. Mm-hmm. And that really hit yeah. me really hard because I don't think you can listen to a book like this and not think about your own life. Mm-hmm. And you don't should not burn your life down. <laughs> like you need to, this is Glennon's story, you know, mm-hmm. and you need, but there are things in this that are transferable to every single person. And really being like looking at your life, like how much of this did I choose? How much of this do I want? And how much of this am I doing? Because I think I should. How many friendships do I keep? Because the harder thing, the easy thing is just to continue to keep them up. But Mm -hmm. the harder thing is, you know, that it's hard to change. Yeah, right. It's hard to grow because you do have to shed multiple skins. And, and that can be you have to let those old skins die. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was just cool to listen to. Yeah. She, you know, she I talk- struggled a lot last year and I think it was a big shedding mm-hmm. year for me, but I couldn't mm-hmm. quite let go of those old skins, you know, mm-hmm. just hearing her say like, that wasn't just one time. Like if that's happening multiple times, you are continuing to grow. It is a good thing, oh, yeah. but you have to be okay. Getting uncomfortable. Yeah. You have to be okay. Not just focused on making everybody around you happy all the time. I love really cool. She talked about how she thought that, like, you know, she was drinking and binging and purging for years and doing all these things. And she felelt like, oh my God, my mom brain just happened. What was I talking about? We can move on and it'll come back. Damn it. It was really important. Something about being happy. Fuck. This happens all the time to me. It's so irritating. Okay. I pulled up. It'll come back. We'll say something and it'll trigger it. Okay. I pulled up some, uh, some questions online to spark some thinking for us. Here's one of them. Glennon talks about how women, especially 
always go back to the mindset that they should be grateful for what they have Mm -hmm. and not do anything to rock the boat. Let's talk about this concept. Why does it seem that women are forced to be agreeable and satisfied while men seem to always be allowed to want something more? I looked up that same site, I think. I looked up like Untamed Book Club and I think that was the same question I saw. Okay, but I remember what it was. And she said, women, you know, we're always striving or... So she was an alcoholic and a bulimic and all these things trying to make herself, you know, happy. And she's like, because I was so unhappy and uh, I thought the goal of life was to feel happy, happy in my job, happy in this, happy in that, like to feel really happy. And she's like, and then I had this revelation. I don't remember exactly where it was or what made her have this revelation. She's like, the goal of life is to feel all of it everything, the good Mm. and the bad. And I just thought that was so like poignant because so many people think like there's something wrong with me because, you know, I shouldn't like, I should be happy all the time. That's another podcast I listened to the life coach school with Brooke Castillo. I've talked about her before, but she talks a lot about how, like, if you're happy all the time, that's not real. And that's not normal. She actually says life, your emotions should be 50% bad. That just is what it is. And it should be uncomfortable and stuff. But I really liked because she went, Glennon went back to that concept several times of like, I'm just here to feel it all. I'm going to feel everything. I'm going to feel happy and sad and confused and emotional and all of it. And that mm. is the goal of life to be okay to feel um, instead of feeling like you have to be happy all the time, mm-hmm. you know? feel all of it. Yeah. And I think even just thinking about women friendships or even any relationship, there have been times where people will say like, man, I feel really sad today. Or they'll explain a situation that's Mm -hmm. going on or someone will die. They'll say, but at least you had all those years or they try Mm -hmm. and take away. They try and like everyone wants to be happy because that's comfortable. Right. And it goes back to what you just read of like, are we supposed to feel grateful all the time? Women feel like Like they need to feel grateful. Yeah. Or like women are always trying to, I think, make men happy too. Like a a man will feel bad or they'll be in a bad mood and women go into fix it mode. Let me Mm -hmm. fix this. Mm -hmm. What if we just stop trying to like fix everything all the time? I think it's nice to try and cheer people up. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I also think it's okay to let other people feel things. It's okay to just sit beside them in it. Mm-hmm. To recognize where they're at, meet them there versus try and override or just, yep. that's, I don't know. Like sometimes more. that's what I need. I think about like when John's having a tough day and I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, you know, it's, it's not very often. It used to be a lot more, but he'll just be like, I don't know. I just feel kind of depressed today. And it's so like alarming to hear that. I'm like, oh my God, well, I don't want you to feel, you know, in my head, I'm like, how do you, I don't want you to feel like that. What do we do? Like, everything's good. Don't worry. Don't you love our life? You know? But when I feel those days, I just want to feel them. And I know that there's, um, I'll get through it and there'll be another side that I come through it. But I have those days too where I'm like, I just feel depressed today. Like I just feel not, mm-hmm. you know, happy. And then, you know, a new day comes. So I, what I want in those moments is just kind of, yeah, just to be, you know. And, mm-hmm. but then when John has those moments, I feel like I need to fix or something. And so you're right. Just letting, letting it be, Yeah, you know? And also I think a lot of times people are something else that happens is like, if something really tragic happens, someone dies or someone's really sick and you don't know what to say. So then you don't say anything, you know, you don't reach out at all. And I've been guilty of this before in different occasions. 
and have heard like, you know, don't try to make it better. Like if someone has a miscarriage that is really trying to get pregnant, I've heard the thing to say, it's not helpful to be like, you know, it'll come eventually all in good time or like what, like that's not the thing to say. And sometimes it's just like, that really sucks. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for you, you know, to just like, it's a, you don't, we don't have to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Just you're allowed to be sad and you don't have to feel grateful. Like right now, even in the middle of COVID, you know, it's easy to be sad and then be like, oh, but I'm so, you know, it's, I'm grateful because it could be so much worse. And yes, it could. And it's good to maintain that perspective, but it can also still suck for you. And that's okay too. Like it can still Mm -hmm. also be hard, even if you haven't been directly affected by someone getting really sick or dying. Like it can, you, you know, you can still be struggling right now and be grateful at the same time. But yeah, I just robbing people of emotions. And that is something I've talked about this before too, where it's a pet peeve of mine. Like, you know, when, when you're, you're raising a kid or you're pregnant and it was the just wait, well, just wait until this. You don't know what tired is until the baby's here. You don't know what busy is until this. You don't know what love is until this. And I hate that. I hate that robbing we do of other people. Even if it's like, oh my gosh, just wait until they're old. you're going to love them so much more. It's like, okay, but I love them now. I don't want to just wait. I just want to be in the moment, you know? Like, I think that's something that we should all be more aware of is letting people be in the moment and experience what they're feeling. Yep, I agree. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're living in such an interesting time and it'll be so cool to see 20 years from now how much different the women and the male and female roles are in society because we're kind of living in a shift right now, I feel like. And there's still some definite gender. I mean, look at the women's U.S. soccer team, and you know, versus men or really just women's soccer in general. But it happens all over the place that men and in where did we see some actor or actress recently discovered there was like leading roles and the actor got paid like twice as much as the female. Mm, yeah, that was this? a thing. That was yeah. a uh, a big news recent, yeah, ish. But or like, was, yeah, oh yeah, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. It was, oh God, now I'm. I know. I can see it in my head. They had to go back and redo scenes, and the actress did it for free. And then it was like yes, Mark yes, Wahlberg yes. and Michelle Williams. Yes, that's it. You got it. Oh my gosh. He's yeah. good. But he He's got good. paid for it, right? Or something. A and then she lot. found out. Mm-hmm. And then it got uncovered. And then also what that happened on the crown, where the, the woman cast as the queen on the crown was getting paid less than her male counterpart playing the prince. Yeah. Yes. So that kind of shit. And then also the fact that, I mean, we've had female presidential nominees and you know, oh, I, oh, shit. I don't think I saved it. But I just saw this thing on TikTok the other day that was like, hold on, I'll see if I can find it. But it was like, don't tell me it was this girl that was like, don't tell me that I didn't save it. Don't tell me that, you know, I wouldn't make a good poll. Females don't make a good politician because they have their periods and they're too hormonal and emotional. When I, when like high school or whatever, I wasn't allowed to wear a spaghetti strap tank top because boys would find me too attractive and horny. And she's like, you know, like going, you know, whatever, basically this, this catch 22 of, what women say, like females, they wouldn't make good politicians because they're too hormonal or irrational. But then men get excused for being attracted to women. 
uh, in the workplace or whatever. But it was something that was really interesting, I thought, like interesting perspective of like, yeah, that's another thing that like guys just get a pass on, you know, Yep. or sexual predators or whatever. You know, well, she was asking for it or she got drunk. Like so many times we hear that in court that the guy is like the girl was wearing a short skirt and boobs out and flirting or something. So then she was asking for it. And it's like, what? You know, speaking of TikTok really quick, I spent some time on this. I think you did not. I think you forgot. But (laughs) the I don't want it. Yeah. Okay. I wrote one out. Oh, I did forget. Yeah. Okay. If my best friend and I don't own houses next door to each other, where on Mondays we watch The Bachelor, on Tuesdays we make tacos, on Wednesdays we get wasted, on Thursdays we record our podcast, and Friday through Sunday our kids just hang out in each other's backyards, and our husbands cook for us while we sit around looking cute and laughing until we cry, almost to the point of tears, with Taylor Swift blasting in the background before we put the kids to bed, and then the four of us play games all night, I don't want it. Want it! You know? (laughs) Okay, I'm coming. I'll do next week. Yeah. Okay, you do next week. I'll come in. I'll come in hot next week. Okay. That was yeah. a good one. You wrote that out? Yeah. I just wrote it. Because I thought, what's uh, my ultimate scenario? Oh, it's that we're neighbors. And then like, I'm just thinking about yes. like, John and Chris are, we're grilling out and the kids are having fun. We're playing yes. Taylor Swift and we play yard games and then the kids go to bed and then we drink and we have we euchre and carpet. Right. And then we see each other every day. And I, it was a little bit far-fetched to say on Mondays we watch The Bachelor because I don't really want to watch The Bachelor. I was going to say that's what the only thing that made me question you out. the yeah. authenticity. But I thought, well, I needed something to do on Monday and I didn't know what else to do on Monday. No. Plus, if we live next door, you'd watch it because we get together you. and we yeah, well, eat make good it a food and drink. Every time exactly. they it kissed, would we would. Yeah. So anyway. Mm. OK, that sounds like the dream. Yeah. Do we have anything more to talk about Untamed? I loved uh, hearing about how she met Abby and the electricity oh, in the air. Oh, my gosh. My God. Okay, that made me think. Amazing. Yes, so that made me think about lesbian like you know, being gay or not, like some people think, I'm guessing probably no one on our podcast is like super conservative enough that thinks that like being gay is a choice. But it also made me think about how, like when she left, she talked to whoever she was with her publicist or somebody that was Mm -hmm. with her. And she said like, you know, I, it was just something with Abby. I felt like there was a connection in her publicist or whoever was like, Oh my God, me too. It's almost like you, I felt it too. Almost like if you weren't married, you would be together or something. And then that made me think I have heard. And I don't know if everyone believes in this, but I do. And Erica, the medium kind of confirmed it, that if you have a miscarriage, sometimes that that body wasn't right, but that it's the same spirit that comes in the next baby. And sometimes it's a female or a male, like maybe the bot, cause the body is irrelevant. It's the spirit that joins. And so then, I don't know, I got, I went kind of deep on this, but I thought, you know, Glennon and Abby are probably like in multiple lives. Soul, yeah. Soul mates. Right. Yeah. And Abby and Glennon just happen to be females at this time together. Maybe they've been male and female before, or both males before, or a bird and an alligator before who, I mean, we don't know. Right. But I've just thought it's the spirits that are so connected and they just happen to be females, you know, because Glennon didn't seem like she was a lesbian her whole life. I mean, she married a male, but it was Abby that she loved. It was the spirit of Abby that she felt connected to. And so then it just made me think about like, you know, Abby could have been born in a male body and it would be more accepted or something by, you know, society. But I don't know. I just think sometimes 
I don't know. Break it there down to the spiritual. as it gets. Yes. Yes. There was there electricity is- in there. Yes. You know what I also thought when she was sharing her love story, besides the fact that it was just so beautiful, mm-hmm. was that what a shame that we don't get more types of love stories in our yeah. society. Yeah. Like major movies and things that are released and shows like every show I'm watching now. It's like your standard hetero- heterosexual couple. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, just traditional I want to hear everybody's stories. It makes me feel pissed off that Mm -hmm. there's these amazing stories that just don't they don't get picked up because they don't think people want to hear them and they just stick with the same old. And it's not that those stories are boring. Those traditional ones are fine. But I want to hear every story. Right. Right. And this is such a beautiful one. I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that she shared it in this book because that's Mm -hmm. actually what I wanted in her last book, too. But that happened before that even anyway came out. Yeah. It's cool to hear it. Yeah. Guys, I've got another thing, okay, that you guys need to untame. If you've been just conditioned (laughs) to like the same kind of wine and all you do is go and pick up your or have delivered, you know, these days, you're just the same old, same old. It's time to bust out of your comfort zone. Okay. You got to shed your own old wine skin and try some new things. We got a way to do that, you guys, with First Leaf. First Leaf makes it so easy to branch out and try new things. You go online to their website. You take a quick quiz. It assesses your preferences. You give your feedback, okay, on what you like, how adventurous you are, things you've tried. They're going to recommend six bottles expertly picked just for you. And here's the cool part. It gets delivered. Try them out. Make a fun little at-home date night out of it. Give them feedback. Tell them what you thought. They're going to keep refining your future wine shipments for you. Mm. They're going to take care of you. They're Mm -hmm. your virtual sommelier. They update their inventory every month. Always have something new to try. Nothing. I know when I got my shipment, nothing was more fun than planning out which ones I was going to try first. I got introduced to a great red that I loved. Their subscriptions are super flexible. You can choose when and how often to get shipments. And they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Okay. If you get a bottle that you don't like, they're going to cover you. They'll cover the cost. No problem. You can sign up today to get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. You just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. And that's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 at tryfirstleaf.com slash sip. Slash sip. All right. Are you ready for a speed round? Speed round. We took to Instagram asking you guys what you wanted to know. You can ask us anything. And man, oh, man. Did they come through? Did you guys come through? Yeah. How do you continue to train your hair to go without washing it if you get it wet while swimming? I don't know. I don't swim next. Um, Okay. First place you will go after quarantine is lifted. Just to... Well, honestly, as soon as quarantine's lifted, I think we're going to be still very cautious. Um, It'll just be kind of weird, like tiptoeing back into society. But I think we'll go out to eat. Like, I can't wait for a date night out of the house. I love my kids, but I could use a date night without them. Same. Yeah. I want to go on a date night. I want to hang out with some friends and just make dinner and play games and just be with a lot of people. Yeah. I want to be with a lot of people. How did you each meet your spouses? I met Chris at a party in a hallway in college. I met John at a swimming pool 
at the apartment complex that he lived and my good friend lived at the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do you reinvent your marriage after you've had kids and lost a lot of the spark? You got to reinvest. <laughs> I really feel like, and I don't, guys, I don't like, I don't have a huge sex drive. I don't really love it, but I do love feeling connected to my husband. And I would say it's, it's difficult to get sex in after kids because you're like exhausted and you're going all day and you know, and then the kids there and whatever. But, and even if it's scheduled, like John and I doesn't sound sexy, but we really do kind of have to schedule our sex. And eventually maybe we'll get to the point where it's like, okay, whenever we want, but now it's usually date night. And, and now that we're not doing date night, it's a little bit harder, but so I really feel like John and I struggled and women need to feel emotionally connected and men need to feel physically connected. So having sex more made me feel more loved because John felt more connected. So then he treated me differently. And then I would treat him differently because I felt more emotionally taken care of. You know, it's just this this kind of cycle. So I really think sex is important. You've got to make it by priority. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think date nights really helped us and just time mm-hmm. together, time alone. Yes. Time alone, talking. One of the questions that Chris and I ask each other quite often, as I ask it, I feel like when I'm feeling a disconnect or just that we've been in just nonstop, yeah. not focused on each other, is how's your heart and mind? Mm, I love that. Because it kind of makes someone open up a little bit more and huh. share Okay. Is it ever a strain on your relationship to live in separate states? It's, I, I see you. It's hard because I feel like I see you more now. I don't know if it's more. I've learned more about you doing this podcast together. We saw each other. It's probably less actually, because we did see each other weekly or multiple times a week. Yeah, it is. John and I, we were talking the other day about like this house and I'm going to talk to you guys about it later in the episode, but I told John, okay, this is, we can buy this, but I have to get back to Portland. And I said, I miss calling so much. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, it's really, really hard. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. I think maybe now that you have been, it's become harder for me. Mm -hmm. It feels like we're at the same kind of life stage and I don't, it's so hard for me to not be near Ben. Because like you said, you're like, I podcast with you. You don't podcast with Rev and Mac, you know, like I don't get a podcast with Ben. I don't know Ben and Ben doesn't know me. And that's also heartbreaking. So I think for me, that's the hardest thing is the kids. And I think we're just going to have to, once COVID lift, once COVID is lifted, like make more, more of a, priority too. And we did a pretty good job. We saw each other once every couple months in person. Yeah. I feel like. I thought we did a great job. Yeah. As good as we could. Right. Is it a strain? No. Thank God for the podcast. Oh God. Because I feel as close to you, if not closer than ever before Mm -hmm. because of this. And I've learned about you not only through the content of the podcast, but behind the scenes, you guys, like it's not, it used to be like, oh, we just get together in person and have fun. Mm -hmm. But as this thing is growing, it's like we've become business partners. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of decisions that are made every single day that we work. And it's been really cool to see how your brain works in ways that I don't think I would have seen. Right. Outside of this. Yeah. And I'm like, 
God, Ashley's such a badass. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, same. Because we just hired a VA, you guys. And Call kind of took the lead on. All, and I was like, ah, yeah, no, this is her role. Like, she knows how to hire people. She is a manager in her, a director in her, you know. Yeah, but we're definitely seeing different sides of each other. So thank God for that. Like, I think the I think the friendship is thriving, Mm -hmm. but it does make me I agree with you. It makes me rock bottom sad Mm -hmm. to just be far away because like it's like all this fun. I'm like, oh, I just want to go have Margs like at your new house. Like I I want to break that house in with you. So it makes me like beyond happy, but also I'm like, damn it. It's hard. It hurt. It guts me. You yeah. know, I want, yeah, I want ben, ben and Mac are going to be the same age mm-hmm. for like a big part of the years. Yes. Like that's the dream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so eventually we will figure it out. We will get that part figured out. Whether, yeah. whether, we'll I know we're going to have to buy like to. a vacation home together where, yeah, like we go in on a house together somewhere and we can just reconvene there all the time and make, cause I yeah. really do, like, I want to know Ben, but I also want my kids to know Ben. You and know, I, yeah, same. Flipped around, same, 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 yeah. same, same. Okay. How do you guys feel about goat cheese? I love goat cheese so much. Oh my too. God. Goat cheese is bomb. Now, feta? Give it to me with honey. No, Give it to you. me. Oh, yeah. That Give it to fruity me anyway. kind at Trader Joe's. Give it to me on bread. Just mm. pump it into my mouth. Yeah, no, I take an, we've said this before, like, an IV of something. The problem with taking an IV of something is you miss the flavor. Like I want the yeah. flavor and I want the creaminess of goat cheese, but I want it in a steady stream at all times. Yep. 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 So good. How about Dolly Parton? Mm. I started liking her a little more after Jessica Simpson's book. Cause Jessica yeah. talked about like who Dolly was, but then I just saw something like on Instagram or something recently. And I thought, mm, I just don't know. I don't think I can get on board. Yeah. I don't think she has a great voice. She's a little over the top. I'm glad that she is herself, but I don't know. I'm not the yeah. biggest fan. I'm not an anti-fan. I'm not a huge fan. I don't think I'm a Dolly Parton fan, but I'm not a right. hater. Right. Same. I have a lot Same. of respect for her. I respect right. her. Fun fact, she is the icon on our Netflix account. So oh. for whatever reason, you can pick things. If you go to the Netflix library oh. for your pro, go to I edit profile. And then there's yeah. all these pictures. And for whatever reason, we picked Dolly Your Parton. Dolly. And so okay. every time we log on to Netflix, Dolly's there to greet us. <laughs> what is the number one quality you like about each other and why? First, very first thing that came to mind was Colleen is so good about celebrating other people. Like anything good that I don't... Well, celebrating or also sitting with that tough times too. Like you mm. are so emotionally connected to your friends where if something good happens for them, you are so quick to celebrate in like the best way. But also if they're going through something shitty, you will also just like sit with them and talk to, I don't know, like you're, I don't know what the word is for that. Just that's a good one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good description. Yeah. Okay. For you, easy. It's like you are, your energy is like (laughs) otherworldly. Like everything is more fun with Ash. Like there's like, it's like when I'm with you, I'm on drugs. Like you are (laughs) like friendship cocaine. Yeah. And it's not just like, like it could just be going to the grocery store. It could be just sitting watching The Bachelor. You know, it could be the humdrum of uh-huh. just waking up in the morning. And yet it's like, I just want to like hang out and do things with you. 
I was thinking I'm on about, a high. It's so nice. But it's, it's, I was thinking about when Erica says like, oh, you have a big energy. And remember when we talked about like, you can get reincarnated and we joked about like, what if I was a fruit fly? Like, can you imagine my energy in a fruit fly? Like, what the <laughs> hell? Just kill me. But get it's me not out of my misery like, and get me another body. It's not like, it's like, it's weird. It's not like you're loud. It's not like oh. you're hyper it's not that it's weird it's like just a magnet magnetic force of like like we'll be in a big group and i'm just like okay i'm just gonna try and figure out how i get closer to ash (laughs) (laughs) oh you know i'm like i'm a fly to you yeah like i'm obsessed yeah i'm obsessed okay i also remember one of the best compliments i received was there was some struggle going on like there was some drama that happened and before your wedding and like chris had there was something that was happening and and you said chris said something like you know the best thing that i need right now or something or the thing that i need most right now is ashley like something like that like i was gonna come in and like just make things happy or something yeah i don't remember exactly like what was going on but i remember you saying that like yeah no crawford because i was I think he still calls me Crawford. Yeah. Like, yeah, Crawford's exactly what I need right now. And that was like yeah. the nicest thing ever. That's exactly you know, it. Yeah. You are medicine. Your friendship yeah. drugs, your friendship medicine. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, you're just, thanks. you make life happy. Mm. You make our lives happy. Botox, do y'all do it? Can you give oh, us some pros and it. cons and thoughts? I miss it. I haven't done it because I didn't know because breastfeeding. I'm not doing yep. I've been Botox sober for two years now. And yes, I did it before. Yeah. I loved it. We'll I just it did again. it around the eyes. Ashley got me into it. I did it around the eyes. Just don't do it. You don't need too much. A yeah, bit don't go crazy. Way. One time I did way too much on my forehead and I took this picture and my whole face was smiling, but my forehead <laughs> was <just> like, frozen. <laughs> frozen. And it... <laughs> So because and then it really took the energy out of my eyes because like nothing was happening uh from the eyebrows up. So a little bit goes a long way. There's not really cons. And like when there's like pros, cons, like I'm pro Botox all the way. But yeah, the only con would be go to someone who's going to be, you know, not overdo you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What are your thoughts on quarantine? Do it. You guys, these states are reopening and people think, oh, things are safe. No, the virus Mm -hmm. has there's no there's no real treatment, really. There's no cure. It is going to be killing two to three thousand people a day. The Trump administration has said that I think three thousand people or so died on 9-11. So every single day, two to three thousand people. No, more than that. They're saying 20 by June 1st, 20. The thing you sent me said 20,000 people a day because right now. Yes, I sent you 20,000. Are you sure yes. there wasn't another zero in there? Should be two to three thousand a day. No, twenty thousand. I'm mm. positive. I literally okay. just yeah. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. Let's look. We need this is an important fact check. Oh no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's say it's twenty. This thing is going to kill fifty thousand people 3, a day. Daily deaths. What? I don't know where I got twenty thousand. Oh. Nope, that still still isn't even right. It's still a lot, you guys. (laughs) And uh, even if you think, you know what, if I got it, I'd be fine. You could be, you don't, this is not about you. (laughs) You could be giving it to someone, you could be a murderer because you could be giving it to someone who's going to die. So be safe, wear your masks, wash your hands, don't do unnecessary social distance. Uh, I'm going to stay in quarantine. So that's my thoughts. Yeah. No, we're going, yeah. 
of course, be safe and to keep people, keep us all alive. People okay. that think that this is not a big deal still are going to just keep us. This is prolonging it. It's you. We've got to quarantine while there are some perks. It also can suck. So yeah, quarantine is not super convenient. There's things that I definitely miss, but I don't miss things enough that I'm going to be ignorant to the facts. I'm going to continue yeah. staying home. Yep, 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 yep. How do you feel about lingerie? Not interested. Same. <laughs> no, thank Same. you. <laughs> I don't feel sexy in it. I don't feel like it looks sexy. I don't think women look sexy in it. I don't like anything about it. I think, you know, either naked or flowy, comfortable pajamas. That's yeah. what I want. Same. Roller coasters or purse holders? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I would take a roller coaster because I don't have a purse holder and I don't think... Is that like code for something? like are you going to get on the roller coaster or are you going to stay back holding purses? I'm a roller coaster kind of gal. No, I'm for sure roller coasting. Yeah. Yeah. Front row or back. Actually, the back's really fun. Is it? I like the front. Yeah. What what part of your body could use a little lotion right now? My hands because I've been washing my hands nonstop. My whole body. I live in Arizona. It's so fucking dry here. Everything. You know what could use lotion is my eyes. My eyes are so dry. <laughs> I wish just I could just squirt, squirt some lotion. Cetaphil on there. Yeah. Who needs eye drops? Hey, no, you have lotion Cetaphil drops squirt, for my squirt. eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you it's watched dry. Dead to Me? No, but I heard it's good. Nope. Never even heard on of it. On Netflix? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's take just a couple yeah. more here. This is fun. These are good. I like the one that was like goat cheat, like thoughts on goat cheat, like just random shit. That's thoughts great. Thoughts on that? Someday, will you do a live show? I hope so. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, that's on the dream board, vision board. When will merch be, be available? Very soon. Very soon. Like within what? A month? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably even less. Yeah. Crocs, yes or no? Yes for the house, not for going out. They are really comfortable and light, but they're just not I don't- cute own them i don't i don't own either any crocs i have owned them though and that's how i know okay 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 grandma grandpa just sent revy unicorn crocs and she loves them oh cute yeah. how you guys met you need to listen to the story of us it's one of yes. the episodes it's early on new mom tell me all the must-haves you need to listen to our baby must-haves episode <laughs> you guys are behind that. Done that. Mm-hmm. okay let me just find one i'm just getting a good one okay pet peeves this is a good one well we already talked about probably one of my main ones earlier this episode, and that is when people don't allow you to feel what you're feeling in the moment. Just wait until, mm-hmm. but you don't know until this, da, da, da. you know, I hate that. I hate it so much. Or like when I hated being pregnant and people were like, you know, people would give anything for that. Okay. But I also don't like being pregnant. You know, mm-hmm. I hate when people do that. Yep. What's yours? Same. I don't like the sound of flip-flops in the house. Ooh. That's Chris was wearing flip-flops whoa. the other day, and I was like, something's bugging me. I don't know what it is. And then a couple days later, I was wearing flip-flops in the house, and I didn't like... It was quiet in the house. It was just the sound of flip-flops. I'm like, this is this is it. This is really bothering me. I don't like the sound of people eating when it's quiet. Yeah. I need music or some kind of thing. Uh-huh. Those are my big Those are my big ones. Okay, I last one. I don't like one. people that... I don't like cigarettes. Cigarette smoke, oh, if yeah. I'm like Gross. anywhere, I don't want to smell that. It will... Yeah. yeah. And I don't really Same. even want to see anybody doing it. I don't want no. any. I want them gone forever. Ever. Favorite way to cook a potato. That's our last one. Shh. Well, I don't actually want to cook the potato. I want someone to cook it for me. I think two. 
ways. I want garlicky, buttery, creamy mashed potatoes, or Mm -hmm. I want McMinimins Cajun tots. Ooh, good one. What's yours? Mashed, mashed. I love a good hash brown too, like a morning hash brown, mm -hmm. but not, not the... Not like, like cubed shred- or triangle. Oh, I want like the sh- home fries you want? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. out with home fries. Out I want shredded, yummy, buttery, delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love yeah. a good hash brown. All right, Sweet you guys. Time. That was super fun. Okay, you know what else we love? Taking what? care of our bodies. Taking Ooh, care of our bodies in yeah. a fo- without having to think about it. Okay, we yeah. have talked about this for so long. Care of what you don't know is they have a whole new line of stuff that can Mm. help you work on beauty goals from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. They listened when a lot of their customers were looking for research-backed supplements for hair and skin that actually worked. And now you can use their app to get personalized milestones and rewards when you remember to take your vitamins and beauty supplements, which I feel like it's, you know, it's the equivalent. Like we're kind of thinking about potty training Rev. It's like every time she goes on the potty, she gets a little reward, a little sticker. This is the adult version of that. Don't you feel like it's like, hey, take your vitamins, Uh, take care of your bodies. Hey, here's a little milestone and reward just for doing for doing that. I Mm -hmm. love it. And there are, as we know, hundreds of beauty supplements on the market. I mean, even if it's a brand that you trust, it can be hard to know what you actually need and what will work for your specific goals. So they make it super easy to adjust your routine. You just mix their yummy collagen powders into warm or cold water, tea, coffee, smoothies, whatever you want. And the best part is there is no guesswork when it comes to taking your care of beauty routine. You simply go online, you take their quiz, and you'll instantly receive your scientifically backed recommendations based on your goals, lifestyle, and diet. Fine. You know, could they make mm-hmm. this any easier? I don't think so. I don't I think so. don't think so, you guys. You must, you must sign up for Care Of now. You must. I love taking Care Of. I love how personalized yeah. it is. So you guys have got to go get set up too for 50% off your first Care Of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code SIP50. That's 50% off your first Care Of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code SIP50. All right. Time to rant and rave. Rant and rave, baby. I got a rant. Okay, rant. I got a rant. Dude, okay, I love getting new toys for Ben. I love that Ben has little toys that make lights and sounds and sing little songs, okay? But I will tell you what, some of these little kid toys, those songs, I can't tell you how many times I've sung them. And I'm in the shower or I'm trying to go to bed or I'm randomly doing something and I get this little jingle in my head. (laughs) I'm like, get out of my head. It's these damn toys. These damn toys. He has this little fire truck and he's super into this fire truck right now. Uh-huh. And you press this little button on the fire truck and the, the little fire truck goes nuts and it starts singing you a little like Broadway song. <laughs> and it's been stuck in my head the last three days and I'm going to oh, get it gosh. stuck in your head too. Uh-oh. The little fire truck goes, he introduces himself and he goes, hi. I'm Fred, the fire truck. And then he starts singing. He goes, when there's a fire, I go quickly putting out the fire to help keep you safe from harm. 
That has been stuck. Oh, yeah. Super cute. Want to hear it again? When there's a fire, (laughs) I go quickly. I'm like, on repeat. I can't. Again and again and again and <laughs> again. And again. All of a sudden, you snap at Ben. That's enough. You stomp on the fire truck and just break into I'm a million set pieces. It on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try to save us now. No. He's a million fires everywhere. Let's see what you do. Oh, my God. <laughs> just all these little. Gee, everything makes sounds. Yeah. Can you make some yeah. eggs? Eggs are done. Do loo 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 loo. Oh, yeah. My dr- my freaking dryer's done. Do oh, yeah. My mm-hmm. vacuum's done. Do loo 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 loo. Like enough. Everything. Everything. We don't enough. need a jingle for everything. Life ha- doesn't have to be so happy. Listen to the first section of our podcast. Like you right. vacuumed. No. Cool. You did what was required. Right. Right. Oh, we you did your job. Celebrate now you need a celebration. Here. Yeah. We bought you to wash and dry our clothes. We paid you to do this. That was enough celebration that you, we don't need the song and dance every time you finish a load. We get it. Dude, we finished Ozark last night. Oh, you did? Uh, Season three, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but I feel like the drug lord, like the vacuums calling me up, singing and, you know, telling me all the good things it did. And Mm -hmm. and I'm the cartel. I own you. Yeah. Oh, congrats for doing your job. (laughs) (laughs) Do not call me again. Yeah. Wow. That was a really good analogy there. Good job. Thank you. Okay. Mine also has to do with my kid, Mac. He pukes <laughs> everything. Oh up. man, Max slobber bobber. Is, Revy did not have this. She was not the yeah. spit up queen. Uh, he is puke daddy. We go through four to five to six burp rags a day. Also shirts and outfits and pillows and everything. Everything it and I've done research and it's like, you know, a lot of moms or whatever don't like it, but it's not a health problem. It's a laundry problem. So I'm grateful. That's what it is. But it's just annoying. And then sometimes he'll puke and he's like laying down and gets all in his rolls, you know, his little mm-hmm. neck rolls. And then he's smelling like rancid milk. And I'm just thinking, yeah. we're out of this. This when is, are you gonna grow out of this? You no know one's gonna be impressed when you get to, to college and, you yeah. and you're just puke daddy. You do not want to be puke daddy the rest of your life. <laughs> your grow girlfriend up. doesn't want to have to burp you. Okay? No, your girlfriend does She's not want to have to deal burp you with all this spit up. Get your sphincter under control. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. right? Do you or call it sphincter? spit up, or yeah. you call it what are the other names for it? People say like, oh, did he burp, burp up, spit vomit, up, vomit, vomit everywhere? Yeah. We usually call oh. it puke. Like, ah, oh, he yeah. puked everywhere. It is just a pain. It's a lot. It's a, it's pain. a lot. Luckily, a lot. I don't do. John does all the laundry, but yeah, a lot of laundry. I, it's a, I'm changing my clothes usually going. three times a day because just yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you think it says keep them upright for twenty minutes. Okay, I do. And then you think, well, you're Doesn't safe. Matter. Nope. Second, you pick them up. You put them on your shoulder. Any tiny little pressure on his tummy. Oh, cool. Thank you. And then the sir. sound when it hits the floor because oh, it's dropping. Splatter. It's very dramatic. Yes. yes. Yep. And you know. And you know. And then you check the damage. It got me. Get on him. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. It on no, floor. it got everywhere. It got and everywhere. And it's yelling, John, you know, whatever. And then yeah, I need bring the towels. Bring the yeah. this. Yeah. Bring the everything. Yeah. And then I look at him and he's smiling. He's happy. happy. It feels happy. better. It's gonna be, this he is got great. it out. This is yeah. great. Just continue cleaning up after me. Yeah. My rave, going to Rave Town, is uh, we got a. Um, we got a little tiny pool 
for the backyard oh, with the Benmeister. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just a little pool. It's just a little pool. But man, we were transported to a different place the other day Vacation. because we got special little drinks. We went out. Yeah. We put him in the little pool. He was splishy splashing around, having yeah. the time of his life. We were just sitting. It was warm out. And it was a moment. And I yeah. thought to myself, I just I didn't even really think. I just was in the moment. And later that day, I'm like, I, I was really happy. So I'm really happy. Yeah. I was really happy. Just creating a little moment. Memory. Just a little magic. One of those bird's those eye view moments. Bird's eye view moment. We're just mm-hmm. splashing in the pool, having oh. a good time. Yeah. It's just amazing what a little pool of water can do. Yeah. And just when, when your kid is just really, really happy. Well, and there's something about like, you know, kids don't require, I think about that a lot. Sometimes I look at Revy and like we, so my rave is going to be my, this house. And we just bought this, you yeah. know, huge house, beautiful. And she doesn't give a shit where we, you know, I'm like, Rev, we just bought a new house for you. And she's like, I don't care. You know, like yeah. I'm just thinking her, they don't care. They're just, they're so happy with just us. Yeah. You know, just whatever. It's just, it's also nice that to be reminded that kids give you like, Hey, this is a really joyful moment for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's great. And it felt like summer too. Yeah. Like it just oh, felt yeah. like the nostalgic, mm-hmm. like I wanted to eat a popsicle or something. Mm-hmm. It just felt good. All right. Yeah. I can't wait for your rave. Okay. All ah. right, guys. So talked about this, t- told the whole backstory over on Patreon. So you're going to have to go listen. But John and I randomly, just every so often, I like to look on Redfin and just like, hey, what's out there? You know, what's going on? And I play around with the settings and I'll put like our, our limit, you know, here's, and then sometimes I'll take the limit off and just see like, what could we afford if there was money was no issue or whatever, you know, I just like to see what's out there. And so I went and I looked and I just took a little peeksy and I spin around all over town. And then I found this one, click on it. I click through and usually there's something where I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then I get to something like, oh, no. And I exit out. You know, no way. Couldn't live here. Like the, the backyard sucks. Or, yeah. you know, it's got like neighbors right there. Or Deal like breaker. it's not, yeah. you know, even if someone has shitty curtains, I could take them down. Eh, not interested. Because I wasn't like super fully intending on buying. But like, yeah. I don't want to have to mess with ugly curtains. I don't want to have to replace it. Like, it's got to be perfect. Yeah. So I stumble on this house. I think, hmm. Okay. That looks nice. Huh. Okay. Scan yeah. through. Keep scanning. Keep whoa. swiping. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This tile is looking beautiful. Oh, keep scanning. Keep scanning. What? That office? Keep scanning. Yeah. Keep scanning. The kitchen? The kitchen. And there is no sink in the center island. That is a must. John does not want a king sink in the center Can island. Wait, this is... Okay. I, why? Why doesn't he like that? So he feels just, like people gather yeah. around the center island and he feels like it's dirty. Like to have your sink and dishes because we have our dish, like our drying rack there, yeah. you know, so he just feels like it's dirty. So, okay. It's okay. Fine. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah. bother me at all, but no, I just was wondering, I was like, why? Yes. But he's, it's a, a it's okay. he's very strong, very strong about that. And it's, that okay. is very difficult to find new houses because everybody wants that because it's convenient to have the sink in the center island. Yes. But John does not like that. So okay. anyway, so then I keep scrolling. Oh, whoa. Okay, I'm loving this indoor outdoor. Okay, we've got the master, we've got this, we've got that. Holy shit, there is a basketball court back here. John has been dying for a basketball court. There's grass, there's room to play. Oh my gosh. So I say, John, take a peek. See, he says, that looks nice. Probably the best one I've seen. I say, 
why don't you reach out to our realtor, see if we can set up. Let's just go see it. We're clearly, we're not going to buy. We're just going to go see. Let's just see what we Let's think. just browse. Let's just see. Go, just, just you know, check it out. Like, yeah. Hey, we, there's a new litter of puppies. Hey, you want to go look at the puppy? Let's just see how cute they are. We're not going to get one. Okay. So we go, we ask our realtor to wear a mask. We're wearing masks. We walk in. Shit. This place is better than it looked in the pictures. I knew you were this, in trouble when you walked in. Exactly. This is my gym. We got a this problem. This is my office. Yep. I can see the family making. There is perfect. This is Mac's room. This is Revy's room. This is their playroom. Oh my gosh, we've got the guest room here. They've got their yeah. own bathroom. The master, the basketball court, the trampoline in the yard. It's all there. And we say, we've got to have this house. We place, we put an order, what is that called? An order? Offer. Uh, an offer. We put our order in. <laughs> we We'd like one house, please. <laughs> we went to Postmates. <laughs> and we put our offer in. They said, okay, it's good, but we've got an all cash offer. You need to come back with your best and final. We went back and forth, back and forth for hours, <sighs> stressed out. My stomach hurt. I have never, ever, ever felt like this about a house. We stretched ourselves a little bit. But not terribly, because they say you should kind of stretch anyway, like you'll grow into it. And we submitted, we reached, I said, I know Colleen, they sold their house because to this family that wrote them a letter saying why they wanted their house. And you said you loved it. That's why you chose them. And so I said, call, do you happen to have that? And she said, I have one better. Chris helped a family buy a home. And that that letter beat out several offers. Yep. He gave it to us. We tweaked it. We made it work. We submitted photos. They picked us. They picked our family. So we are closing. May 29th is our date. There will be much more to come. I've already shared pictures on our Instagram. So if you missed it, you snooze, you lose. But you will be seeing it in the future. I'm feeling really excited. John's already been looking at all the furniture. And I'm like, well, I don't want to buy anything yet. And then he said today, what if we rented this one out? What if we Airbnb this one or long-term rental this house? And I thought, you're telling me I have a blank canvas and I can buy all new furniture for this house? (laughs) Okay, I'm not mad at that. So we may be doing that as well. There will be a couple things that we would take from here, but... The reason I'm excited about that is because this house was staged and I loved the furniture that they had in there. It was kind of like boho modern. And now I'm like, well, that's what I want. And that's not what we own like at our current house. And so, you know, we'll see. This saga is unfolding. But right now we are super excited. It's going to be a perfect home. I imagine this will be the home that we're in through the until the kids are out of high school and then we'll probably downsize so we won't need all that space but it's so perfect for us you guys I've just it's great it's great it's stunning jaw-dropping I can't wait till you guys gorgeous or you and the crew can come visit yeah yeah I can't wait to I can't wait to live there as well yeah 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 no I bought it big enough so that you guys could move in guys we love you yeah we love you the most you can sip with us Always. Always rate, subscribe, review, tell all your friends, tell every single one of them, get on the phone, get on the horn, recruit people over, and we will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty.
We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.